We learned last week in a bracha, we say Melech HaOilam. We said that the Gemara in Brachas on Dafmem says that the Paschal HaKabiechanon, that a bracha, we need to mention Malchus, called Bracha She'en Malchus ain't a bracha. And we said that the Yerushalmi says that the Makar for this is the Pasuk and Tehillim, Are Mimcha Elakai HaMelech. And we say Vavarcha, when you make a bracha, you have to mention Melech, Melech HaOilam. And we explained basically two understandings. The first is from the Vilna Gain. The Vilna Gain says that when we say Elekeinu Melech HaElam, Elekeinu is the two, Elekeinu Melech HaElam corresponds to the two Hanhagais that Hashem has in the world, not to, the two Hashgachais, the two ways that Hashem deals with the world. And with Klal Yisrael, it's Hashgacha Pratis, that's Elekeinu. And with the rest of the and with the with the rest of the world, it's Melech Ha'Elam, it's Hashkoch Klalas. The rest of the Elam, it's Melech. He's a Melech that he's there's an, there's the Kachavim Amazalis that are in between, just like a Melech, but it's Hashkoch Klalas. And we said perhaps that's what we learn from Amar Mimcha Lekai Melech that when David Melech praises Hakadosh Baruch Hu, he says Elikai and Hamelech, and these two things is correspondent to the two Hashkachis. The second thing we said is from the Soporno on that Pasuk and Arimimcha Elikai Melech. And the way we explained that Arimimcha Elikai HaMelech corresponds perhaps to Hashem Elikeinu Melech HaOilam. Arimimcha is when something is, we're exalting HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Malbim says that's when something is beyond our comprehension. That's the, 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 the Soporno says is that Hashem's Koyach Elyon. And we explained that it's Hashem's Hashem is the life of everything. Hashem is the existence of everything. That's Havaya. And Hashem is Mahava Hakol. And there's nothing but Hashem. And Alekai is Hashem's Hashkocha. Pratis, Hashkocha in the world. And Hamelech is because Hashem wants a Malchus, wants the Malchus. So Hashem is involved in the world. And that's Alekainu Melech Oilam. But Hashem, this week we're going to move on to really understand the general idea that the Rishonim and Gedoli Achreinim, the Volnagayin, Avshachai, many others, many Rishonim deal with this issue. And that is that when we, there's a problem in every, there's a, there's, a, there's a discrepancy in every bracha. And that is that we move on to the next word of a bracha. And what do we say? The bracha that we're dealing with is on the Tilas So what do we say? Asher Kiddishonu And they point out that there's a problem here. Because in the beginning of the bracha, we were talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, meaning in second person. We say, Baruch Ato. Blessed are you, Hashem. And then we say, mid-sentence, there's a switch. Asher Kiddishonu. If we're taught, that's third person, that he was Makadashas. Because if we would be saying that you were Makadashas, the proper way in TikTok would be, Asher Kiddashtonu. Like we say, Ato Bakartonu Mikolam, Vikidashtonu B'mitzvay Secho. So it's, it would be, Baruch Ata Hashem Alekeinu Melech Elam Asher Kidash Tonu B'mitzvah Secha V'tzivisonu Suddenly midway Mid-sentence we, we, we switch to third person The very This is something The way the Roshanim deal with it Loshen Noichach And Loshen Nistar This issue This discrepancy And it's a very big problem Because it's not like From one person to the next In mid-sentence It's not grammatically correct We start off Talking second, per, second person Baruch Ata Hashem and suddenly we flip to Asher Kiddishonu in third person. It's a big issue that, that, um, that, that everyone, the Roshanim, all deal with. 
So, Be'ezus Hashem, tonight I would like to share with the Eilam two core, two core Mahalchem how to understand this, based on the Rishayim. And what we also have to keep in mind is that even if we explore, even when we explain why there's, why a bracha has both Lashon Neichach and Lashon Nistar, second person, third person, but also why is it that specifically in the beginning of the bracha, by Baruch Atah Hashem, over there, those words we talk in second person, La Baruch Atah Hashem, and at the end of the bracha, over there, what, what, we, we talk Lashon Nistar. Well, what's the reason for that as well? We're going to try to keep that in mind. How do we translate Kiddushani? That he was... That he was... Yeah. yeah. He was Makada. We're talking about... He is a third person. The first, the first way is like this. Yushalmi, that we mentioned last week, talks about that you need Malchus, based on the Pasuk of Arimim Chalakai Melech. Right after that, the Gemara brings an interesting Machlekes. The Rishalmi says like this. This is at the, the beginning of the first of the ninth parak in brachas. It says, Rav Omar, Rav says another element of a bracha. Sarech loimar ato. When you make a bracha, you need to say ato. Say bork ato Hashem. You need to mention ato. Ushmuel Omar, Shmuel's chaylak. You don't need to say ato. You just say either bork Hashem or bork hu Hashem. Now, the words of the Yushalmi are seem that Shmuel just says you don't need to, but you could. But it seems, we'll see in a minute, that it seems like not like that. That Shmuel says that we do not say Atta. You don't say Atta. You say, you don't say Atta. You say Baruch Hu Hashem or Baruch Hashem, but you don't say Atta. Now, the, the, the Yushalmi, we'll see in a minute, the Yushalmi doesn't give an explanation for this machlekes, but Be'ez Hashem will get to this in a minute. So, like this, there's a fascinating Marmokim that I found, the Shibole Haleket, in Seder Brachas, Ois Kuf Samachei, he says like this. He quotes this machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. And listen to what he says. Unbelievable. Rav Omer Baruch Atah. Ushmuel Omer Baruch Hu. He say Baruch Hu, like third verse. Hilkach, therefore, Tekinu Rabbonon Kitarvayu. Chazal. When they established the Nusach HaBrocha, they were misakin like both, Rav and Shmuel. Baruch Kiraf. Baruch we say Ata, that's like Rav. Asher Kiddishanu, we don't say Asher Kiddashtanu, Kishmuel. Fascinating thing. Says the Shabbat Lekhet is that we're sort of, we're, we're going with both. The Chazal, we're misakin like both, which... It needs understanding. If we pass him like Rav, then go like Rav, then you go like Rav all the way. What is this? You're not going like anybody. What is this? It seems like there's a reason to go like Rav and a reason to go like Shmuel, and we want to go like both. What's, what does this mean? What's the idea behind this? What is, what's the meaning of this? Oh. So, the Medjush Shaykhatayv, the Medjush Tehillim in Tezayin, in Tezayin, it says like this. Pasuk says, Shivisi Hashem lenegdi summit. Omer Rav, bishoshu mevarich. When a person makes a bracha, this is the same Rav. Tzarech loimar baruch at Hashem. You need to say baruch at Hashem. Ushmuel Omer Shmuel says no baruch Hashem. Okay. Says the Medrash uh, in addition to what Yishalmi does not say. Al daite de Rav. What's the reasoning for Rav to say ata in a bracha? Because the Pasuk says, the Chsev, Shivisi Hashem Linegdi Summit. That there's an idea that we want to have, a person is supposed to have in his mind that Hashem is in front of him all the time. So we say specifically, Atta, 
says Rav. We want, we want to be mashrish. We want to, to instill this idea in our minds that when we make a bracha, we're, we're standing in front of Hashem, that we're constantly standing in front of Hashem. So we specifically say Atta in order to help us realize that we're indeed in front of Hashem. And when we say Atta, that helps us recognize that. And in fact, that's what in the Shurim, when we spoke out on the word Atta, that's what we explained. We said that when we, the, Sefer, the Sefer Hasidim says that what's the Kavana when a person says Atta, what should he be thinking about? That he's standing in front of Hashem. And we said that's what brings a person to the Madrig of Shavis Hashem Lenegdi Summit. And then we explain that through that, that brings a person to a level of Yir Hashemayim. And the, when he has Yir Hashemayim, then he's like Tabracha. But that's the idea of Atta says the Medrash. The Medrash is telling us that the idea of Rav, the reason why Rav said that a person needs to add that word in Atta and Abracha is to instill the message of Shivis Yashem Lenegdi Samet. So you say Atta and that helps a person realize, ah, Atta, I'm talking directly to Hashem. Oh, that means Hashem is right here when I'm just talking. He, he, we're talking about Hashem, we're talking to Hashem. So when we say Atta, that helps us realize and to macker that and to have that awareness that's what we see from the Medrash. Okay. Now the question is, okay, very nice. So what's the reasoning of Shmuel? Why is it? Sounds like a very good reason to say Atta. What's the reason of Shmuel? Shmuel says, do not say, it seems like from Shibol Eleket that Shmuel didn't just say that you, sh- you, know, you don't have to say it, but you don't say it. That's why he says, well, you pass it like Shmuel, not to say it. Talking third person. So what's the reasoning of Shmuel? Why don't we say it? So perhaps the shots like this. The, in the Siddur HaRekech, he, in, in, um, right before Natila Sidaim actually, he's talking like this. He says like this. He's talking about Brochus and he says, he deals with this issue of Lashen Noichach and Lashen Esther. And I, read, I want to read to you what he says. V'yesh lefarsh. B'tchilas tefilas yishal adam. In the beginning of a tefilah, he's talking about a bracha. In the beginning of a bracha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Matzi. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is like in front of the person. Shenemar, Shivisi Hashem, Lenegdi Samit. And another Pasuk says, Whenever you mention the Shem Hashem, comes and he's a person. He says, that's why we say Lashen That's why we start off Atta. But then he says like this, But to continue on the bracha like that, to talk in second person, it would be a, a gnai, a disgrace. Talking to Hashem like you, that, that would be a disgrace. Even though indeed I'm standing in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yet it's true. But it's, it's, it's a gnai, it's a gnai. And it's, it makes sense like that. If you have a melech bas of Adam, a real king, when the Ebed comes to the king, he doesn't say you. When he talks to the king, doesn't he talks in third person. He said, The king said, not you said, the king said. Oh, okay. That it's a gnai to say, to talk in third person. Says the Rekech, that's why we, there's, a, there's, a, we, there's a switch. There's a switch. We switch over. And we, we switch over to third person because in, even though even though when a person says Atta, he's instilling the idea of Shavis Hashem Lenegdi Samir, but the bottom line is is that there's also uh, an element of, of Gnai there's a Gnai to the Melech that we're talking in second person so we switch to, to third person. That's what the Rekech says. So this could be an understanding 
perhaps why Shmuel says that even though it's very nice, and we want to instill that idea, so we say Atta, but it's a gnai to, to say Atta Takadish Baruch. So Shmuel says, don't say Atta. Right? It's a gnai to talk to Takadish Baruch in, in second person. Could be now we could understand, based on this Reikach, what the Shibali Halekat means. Shibali Halekat is saying, The Shibbalah Alekhet is saying that there's a reason to say Atta like Rav. Rav, the Rav of, Rav's reasoning is we want to instill Shavis Hashem Lenegdi Summit. There's also a reason not to, because it's a Gnai, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So says the Shibbalah Alekhet, we pass in like both. In the beginning of the Bracha, we say Atta, Shavis Hashem Lenegdi Summit. But then we transfer over and we go like Shmuel, meaning we say that it's a Gnai and we don't... And we don't um, and we don't mention, and we don't mention, we, we talk in, in third person. And with this idea, perhaps we could understand why it is that in the, specifically the, the beginning, when we say, Baruch Atah Hashem, that's when we talk, Lashen Noichach. Like the Rekech says, the Pasuk, Specifically, when a person says, Baruch Atah Hashem, and he says the Shem Hashem, over there, there's a special Shavit Seshel Menegdi Summit because Hashem literally comes to the person and is Mavarak the person. So a person has the, the Shechina with him. So that's the perfect time to, 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 to say, Atta, Shavit Seshel Menegdi Summit. But then when we go on, like the Rukach says, that when you move on into the Bracha, you can't continue like that. It's a Gnai. So we mention it once, but then, then you move on to, to talking in the third person. That's the cover for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's a gnai to melt to talk on Lashon So we switch over to Lashon Nistar, and just perhaps we could add one more thing, and that is that when we mention further on in the bracha, Elekeinu Melech Olam, and we say that he's a Melech, and like the Rekech says, it's a gnai to talk to a Melech Basav Adam in second person. Surely Melech Malchem Lachem. So once you say Melech Olam, then then Avada we can't then we have to talk on Lashon So it could be this is the understanding why in the beginning of the bracha. We talk in second person, Lashen Noichach, Atta, and then at the end of the bracha, we continue on, and we say Asher Kiddishanu, which is third person. We don't say Asher Kiddashtanu. Kiddashtanu would be that he, it's Kiddishanu, that, Kiddishanu is that he, and not you, Hashem. So that's the, 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 the explanation. It doesn't explain why they both said only one and not the other. The it seemed like that the two opinions would have said, oh, you say this in addition to that. Well, so, so right, so Rav held you say Atta, and Shmuel said you know don't mention Atta at all. Right. But it seems like there's a pshara over here. We're making a, 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 a we're, that's what the Shibbalei like it's being machadish. He's saying that we paskin like both of them, like Rav. We paskin like we wanted to go like Rav and Shmuel. So we're trying to explain that we're sort of working with both of the Rav and Shmuel's reasonings. To, to we're going with both. And on one hand, we want to say Atta. On the other hand, we don't want to say Atta. So we start off saying Atta when we say Hashem's name. In the beginning of the bracha, but then we, we, we transfer over and we go to third person. That's the first way that I like to share with the And the second way to understand this discrepancy in a bracha between Lashon Eicha and Lashon is the second Mahalach is many Rishonim touch on this, and the Vilna Goyen also went like this in two places. He talks about it, Nefshachaim, on, on such a path. But I would like to bring it out in the words of Rabbeinu Bachaya. Rabbeinu Bachaya actually can be found in an interesting place. He has a, like a small sefer called Shulchan Shal Arba, which is different halachas, different Torah about 
a su'uda, a shulchan, a different, very interesting sefer. But over there, when he talks about, you know, natil sidaim, over there he talks about a bracha. Very interesting. So he says like this. He calls it a lasha nigla and a lasha nistar. That's what he says like this. The reason why, he says, is that we have to know that, that, Oh, oh. oh, you came at a new, a new point here. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's not take my shoes. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, like this. The, the, the Rebbein Bechai says like this. That we know, we've actually spoken about this in the past. And that is that HaKadosh on one hand is Nigla, and on one hand is Nistar. He's somewhat revealed to us, and he's somewhat hidden. On one end, he's hidden. In which area is he revealed to us, and in what way is, in which element, in which area is he hidden from us, concealed from us? So he says, we've spoken about this in the past, that his words are, Hashem is nigla mitzad drochav upuloisav. The way Hashem is noyheg with the world, the way he deals with the world, he acts with the world, he's noyeg, that's something that's revealed to us. That's something that's apparent to us. That's something that we could see and that we could tap into. What's Nistar? Hashem, who He is. Mahusai ve'atzmusai, says Rabbein Rechaya. Who He is, that's, that's totally Nistar from us. We can't tap into who Hashem is. We could tap into Hashem's drachim. We could understand Hashem is nigla mitzad hanhagoisav v'drachav, but he's Nistar Mitzad Mahusay Vatsmusay. This is a Yisrael we've spoken about in the past in the Shurim and Adayin Elam. This is what he says. And he goes on to say that it's impossible, right? It's impossible to understand anything about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We've spoken in the past, Hashem is limitless. In fact, we're not allowed to, to contemplate who Hashem is, anything about Hashem himself. And it's interesting, he says that, a very interesting thing, that the Shemesh, the sun, is like a muscle to this. <laughs> very interesting. So we could study the sun, different things about the sun. The sun, what it does for us, the heat it gives off, right? The, the thing, how it affects the world, the light, the sun, the heat, the growth that's caused by the sun. But he says if one were to want it uh, to be massive, that the atmos, the, the sun itself, you can't look at the sun itself. The sun itself you can't look at, right? <laughs> to look at the light itself of the sun, Yechem or Anav, a person could go blind from it, right? Something, it's an interesting thing. The atmos of the sun itself, so he says, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and similarly, is Han HaGoysov. Han HaGov HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we could contemplate and we see. It's apparent to us, the way Hashem deals with the world, different Han Hagas, Midas, Din, Racham, Amchaz, all different things we see, the way Hashem sends to the world. That's something that we could see. Who Hashem is, to get to know Hashem Himself, that's Nistar, that's totally concealed from us. In fact, he goes on to say, right, in Pasha's Kisisa, Moshe Rabbeinu had two requests. Hashem, please show me your drachim, your ways. And on that, Hashem told him, that I will indeed grant you, and I will show you my toiv, my, I'll show you my ways. However, when he asked, please show me the covet, that that, says the Rebbein Wichai, is referring to the knowing Hashem Himself. To get to know Hashem Himself, that's impossible. Hashem told him, it's impossible for anyone 
to know me, right? And Noah Kadesh Baruch himself, that's impossible. That's something that we can't, we can't, we can't touch. It's not, it's not, not relevant to anyone to understand, to contemplate. Says Rebbeinu B'chaya, a very interesting thing, that Chazal, when they instituted a bracha, they wanted us to, to contemplate these two ideas, that Hashem on one hand is nigla, that Hashem is apparent, something that we could, we could see, meaning His Hanhagas are apparent to us, we could see, it's revealed to us, and also that Hashem Himself is nistar. Says Rebbeinu B'chaya that by the way they did that is by part of the bracha instituting Loshin Noichach. Loshin Noichach, before we were saying that it's like talking second person, talk to Hashem direct like you Hashem. Says Loshin Noichach also connotes that, that Hashem is like revealed to us. The idea of Loshin Noichach is that something about Hashem is revealed to us that we could tap into, we could understand. He calls it not Loshin Noichach, Loshin Nigla. It's revealed to us. When we say Baruch Ata Hashem, says Rabbeinu Bechayah, we should be mechaven that Hashem yesh lechaven boy ki hu yiz Baruch nigle mitzad puloisov. When we say Baruch Ata Hashem, Loshen nigle, we should be mechaven that Hashem is nigle mitzad puloisov. But then we talk b'loshen nister. Asher kedishonu b'metzvayis v'tzivano. Then yesh lechaven boy. From any comprehension. This is what he says. The Vilna Gain also goes like this. And other places. This is some Rashaim also, other Rashaim also go with this approach. That the idea, the Chazal instituted, this discrepancy in a bracha, is because we're supposed to be in these two ideas that Hashem on one hand is nigla mitzad drocha vahanagoisov, and yet, mahusay vatsmusay is totally nista. The question is, why is it significant? What's the idea here that we're supposed to be mechavan when we say a bracha? And these two ideas that Hashem's hanhoga is nigla and his atzmusa is nister, why does this connect to a bracha? And furthermore, we said before, we have to keep in mind, why is it that specifically at the beginning of a bracha, when we say barachat Hashem, over there, we're having in mind that Hashem's drachim are nigla, and at the end of the bracha, Hashem kitshanu b'mesayisavitzivano, there, we're having in mind that Hashem's mahos, mitzuyosay is nistar. What's, what's this about? So I believe that we could understand this, this with the Malbim. The Malbim, I think, sheds tons of light on this, this idea. The Malbim is actually on the Pasuk that we spoke about last week. Says the Malbim, amazing. It says like this. Let's analyze this Pasuk. It seems that there's two things David Amalf is talking about. Be meroimim Hashem and be mevorach Hashem. Arimimcha and vaavorcha. What are these two things? To be meroimim and mevorach. That's what he. That's what he zooms in on. What, what does this mean? What's the idea over here? So he says like this. Hashem. I'm reading his words. Nela mitzad atzmoi. Hashem, mitzad atzmai, who he is, is Nelam. This is what we're talking about now. He's hidden. However, v'nigla mitzad puloisev. But he's revealed to us mitzad the way he re- acts with the world. Right? That's the idea that we just said. Says the Malbim like this. Arimimcha, we mentioned this last week from the Malbim, actually. 
Arehoroimimus is like when you exalt. That is, connotes, Arehoroimimus hu min hatzad shu misroimim v'nela min hasaga. Arehoroimimus is when we can't understand something. When we can't understand something, then we say, Hashem is exalted. He's above our hasaga, above our comprehension. That's Arehoroimimcha. That's what he says. Oh. Says the Malbim that Arimimcha Lakayamelech is corresponds to Hashem's Mitsuyusai. Who he is, on that we Davar Malak says, Arimimcha Lakayamelech. Oh. We say, Arimimcha, we're Muraimim, Akadish Baruchu. Mitsad, who he is, we're Muraimim. We have no Hasag who he is, and who he is, Arimimcha. Oh, that's the first part of the book. Avarcha says the, when we make a bracha, that's correspondent to his hanhoga, the way he acts with the world. Why? So he says that a bracha, his words are, Gather ha bracha shemavarchem es Hashem, thy deva bracha hu ha-shefa v'atoiv, ha-yoyred me'es Hashem elay That's correspondent to the shefa that Hashem sends down to the world. On that we make a bracha. We recognize that everything, everything that the way Hashem runs the world and sends down to the world is all from Him. He's the Makar HaBracha, and it's all from Him. That's the idea of a bracha. A bracha is to understand that it's all from Him. That's bracha. That's correspondent to what we see, what He sends down to the world, the way He's noyheg with the world. So a bracha corresponds to the aspect of this that's nigla to us, says the, the Malba. What's What's apparent to us is what Hashem deals with the world, what He sends down to the world, the way He sends the Shabbat to the world. That's apparent to us, that we see. We pick up an apple, we make a so we see that, but that's something that we could tap into. We see Hashem's Hanaga, we see Hashem's Shafa. That is something that we could tap into, and that's bracha. That we make a bracha on. So the bracha, says the Malbim, is corresponding to the part that's nigla. Says the Malbim, that's why it says, Vavarcha Shimcha. Because the shame. Of the shameless of Hashem is what's the way His words are. Shemitzad shimcha shuhu apirsum. The the shame the shameless of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the way Hashem is known. What's a name? A name is the way people know someone, right? The shameless of Hakadosh Baruch Hu are kinege that correspond the different ways Hashem relates to the world. The anhogus, all the different shameless, right? We spoke about this in the past. Correspond to the different anhogus. What we see about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the way Hashem is Nisparsim in the world, that's the Shemus. The Shemus are, are, are represent the, that Pirsim, what we see in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What we see about HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the way He acts with the world, and those are the different Shemus. So to Shemcha, the Shemus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to the Shemus we are Mivarch. Beautiful. Says the Malbim. Okay, fine. So that's why, so we know our Mimcha is corresponding to the Nistar, to the Hashem who He is, and Avorcha is corresponding to what's Nigla Hashem's person. Okay, so that's why it's Avorcha Shimcha, beautiful. Why is it Arimimcha? Why is it when we say Arimimcha, it's Elikai Hamelech? What about that has what to do with the element of this that Hashem is who He is? I believe that the Malbim is saying something so beautiful here. Listen to this. He says like this Vitzainuhu, this idea. Keep in mind here, what's going on? What's going on is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sending all the Shafa to the world. But yet, he himself can't see him. We don't, know who, we don't know anything about him. Says the Malbim, that's why we coin HaKadosh Baruch Hu as Melech. 
a melech has that blend, that midah, that element. He says like this, a king, we never, a king, we don't have kings these days, right? we don't know much about it. A king was always, a king is a nister, no one ever saw the king. Adraba, the covet of the king was that he wasn't seen. No one knew, no one ever saw the king, but yet, right? If he's above and exalted above all everyone else and no one sees the king, who calls that, but yet, everything comes from the king. In the kingdom, everything is coming from the king. He's the living, the guiding force of the whole kingdom. Everyone knows that everything that comes to us in our province, in our city, in our town, is from the king. He's, he's, the, he's behind everything. But yet we don't see him. Right? So everything, the Hanhaga, everything that comes to us, everything that we receive, that we benefit, is all the king is the guiding force, the living force behind everything. But yet you don't see the king. He's not seen who he is. We don't, we don't, that's the covet of the king, that he's not seen. No one sees the king. That's why, beautiful, that's the idea of Hashem when we say Hashem is a melech. That blend, that yet, that although Hashem is totally, the, 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 his Hanhaga, everything that we receive from him, is from him directly. But yet, him himself, we can't see him. He's not, we can't, have, we can't connect, we, don't, we can't perceive him. That's what it means, melech. Says the Malbim, beautiful. Arimimcha elekai ha-melech. That when we talk about Reimimus, and we're Reimim HaKadosh Baruch this idea that although HaKadosh Baruch is everything, the Shefa that comes to the world is all from him, and everything, it's all apparent to us. We see everything that Hashem is sending us, but He Himself is Nistar. He can't be Masik HaKadosh Baruch Himself. That's Melech. Isn't that beautiful? Ayrimimcha elekai ha-Melech v'avarcha shimcha. So there's two things. There's the Nigla and the Nistar. The Nigla is Hashem's Hanhago, and that is Avarcha Shimcha, Hashem's shame. The shame is represent Tarasman, Tamshem's Hanhago, the way He's Mashpi on the world. And but yet, he's a melech. He's nistar ba'at, his atzmusay, his mahusay, is totally hidden from us, just like a melech. I think this could help us understand what we're saying here from the Rishonim, from Abayna B'chaya. And that is, is that when we make a bracha, we're, we're, we're recognizing and we're being mevarech the shamus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Right? What does that mean? That we see Hanhaga, we see a chef of Magadish Baruch Hu, and we're Mavarach, we're Makir that it's from Hashem. That's, that's, that's Avarach Hashemcha. That's Avarach Hashemcha. And that's why, that, so that's the idea that when, we're, when, we, when we mention, it's beautiful, when we say Baruch Ata Hashem, when we mention this Shemus of Hashem, Hashem Aleikeinu, those are the Shemus of Akadish Baruch Hu, and we say Baruch to that, Avarach Hashemcha. Baruch Hashem Aleikeinu. That's nigla. That's something that we could see. So then we say Ata. Ata connotes that we could perceive, and that's revealed to us. The Shemos of Hashem, meaning the Anhogos of Hashem, that's nigla to us, and that's where Mavarech that. So when we say Baruch Hashem Aleikeinu, we say Ata, because that's indeed nigla to us. But then when we go on and we say Melech 
we realize that Hashem, even though we are, we, it's apparent to us and it's revealed to us, Hashem is Hanhaga, and the way He deals with us, but He's a Melech. He's a Melech. He Himself, who He is, we have no Hasaga, we can't tap in at all to that. So we transfer over to Lashen Nistar. That's Lashen Nistar that we're not talking we're talking Lashen Nistar. So that's beautiful, this idea that Hashem is Nigla and Nistar. That's the two. Baruch Atah Hashem. Alekeinu Melech Ha'ilam. Asher Kedishanu B'Metzayis V'Tzivanu. I'm just going to end off that we've mentioned in the past the Gemara in Brachas Mem says two halachas about a bracha. The first is Rav. Omer Rav. Kol bracha she'en ba'askaras Hashem ain't a bracha. Any bracha that doesn't have askar, you have to mention Hashem's name in a bracha. And this is the halacha. You need to mention Hashem's name in a bracha. For it to be a bona fide halachic bracha, you need to mention Hashem's name. Halacha number two. Rabbi Yechanan Omar, Rabbi Yechanan is Moisif. Kol bracha she'en ba malchas ain't a bracha. You need to mention melech ha'elam. And this is la halacha. A bracha requires two things. You need to mention Hashem's name and you need to mention melech ha'elam. The Gemara brachas here doesn't mention a source. For, any, for these two halachas. However, we mentioned last week that the Yerushalmi, in the, in the beginning of the ninth parak, says, what's the makar for this day you need to mention Melech HaElam Malchus? This Pasek. And some of Farshim over there explain that is because it says So when you make a bracha, you have to mention HaMelech. So that's the makar for this din, that you need to say malchus, you need to mention malchus. Rabbi Yosef Engel, in the back of the Shalman, he says, that could be, that's also the makar for this, that you need to mention Askar Hashem. You need to mention Hashem's name. Because you dash in the Pasuk that the word um, Havarcha is going on the word before it and the word after it. Meaning, it says, Arimimcha elekai hamelech Va'avarcha shimcha. So he says, we darshan the word ha'avarcha both on the word before it, which is melech, and the word after it, shimcha. You need to mention Hashem's name. So these two halachas are both learned up from this pasik. I remember It could be it's beautiful, the way the Malbun, the way the Rebbein Machai is explaining, and the Vilna Goyim, that what are these two ideas? These two ideas that the Gemara is telling us, you need to mention. The shame, you need to mention Hashem's name, and you need to mention Malchus. Perhaps these two things correspond to the two elements, the nigla and the nistar. The nigla, that in a bracha, we need to mention in, the, in a bracha the nigla. That's shame. That's the shame of Hashem. The shame of Hashem is, is corresponds, says the Malbim, to the thing that's what's nigla about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The way His shame is, is what we see. His piercing in the world, is kind of, that's brought out by the Shemus. That is, that's the idea of saying a Shem and a Bracha. The idea of mentioning Malchus is that Hashem is, is the Nistar aspect. And that is that Hashem is Nistar b'chvayde, like a Melech, that his Mahusai is Nistar totally from us. And there are these two ideas of a Bracha, which we learn from my Rimim Chalakai Melech, Avarcha Shem Chalai Lamed.